for. G. Marie taught me. Strives to help women of color navigate tough issues and life's lessons. From love, loss, to the advice I should have listened to my damn self, this self-help podcast promises to deliver unscripted, unfiltered, and unapologetic realness. I am your host, G. Marie, and you are now tuning in to G. Marie Taught Me, the podcast. What is up, everybody? And welcome back to G. Marie Taught Me, the podcast. It's been a minute, but thank you all so much for joining me for today's episode. Of course, today's episode is powered by G. Marie Media LLC, aka my company. So again, I just want to thank you all so much for tuning in to today's episode of G. Marie Taught Me. It's been a minute. I've missed you guys. I hope you've missed me, but I definitely needed to take a break um there were some things that were going on in my personal life that i was dealing with and i am going to talk about them on today's episode but i want to give you an inspirational quote before i go into the actual story of what's been transpiring from december up until now so today's episode is titled i am not my hair and today's inspirational quote is brought to you by some unknown person i actually don't know the name of this person but the quote is You are not the troubles that happen to you. You are magnificently unfolding. Allow it to happen. So. Basically, I decided to take a break because I, I just, I really, I needed a break. There were a lot of things that were happening to me. And I know you guys, you want to know why I cut my hair like that's pretty much what the episode is about um so okay so I'll tell y'all what happened so December no November November I I got my hair braided I got something called knotless braids which is like a form of a box braid and it's supposed to put less stress on your hair But of course, with that, I have to, like, I think I incorporated, well, obviously I incorporated braiding hair. I cannot remember the name of the company that I used because I did not go back to the beauty supply to find out. But I am definitely going to go back because I think this is really important um, as far as, you know, me explaining to you all why I had to do what I had to do and what I'm doing, you know, moving forward. So, November, I got these knotless braids and I got it the day I had to go to court. So after my court appointment and I think like in between me getting my hair done, I noticed that my hair started itching. I didn't think anything of it. I was just like, you know, maybe it's itching because, you know, I haven't had braids in a while. Or maybe my scalp just needs some oil. You know, I mean, you know how it goes. So, I go to court and I go back to the beautician. I finish getting my hair braided. 
And again, I am noticing that my hair is just itching. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So I've gotten braids before. I've gotten weave. I've done all types of stuff to my hair. But this was the first time I noticed how bad my scalp was itching. Um, I've never had dandruff. I mean, I've struggled with eczema, but I've never had eczema in my hair. Like, never. So, when my scalp started itching the way it was itching, I'm like, maybe I'm having a flare-up. But again, out of all the 30 years I've dealt with eczema, I've never got it in my head. Never got it in my scalp. So, December comes around. And... I'm getting ready to take out my braids, right? Normally, I leave them in for two months, but I was just like, my hair is itching so much. So, I was doing something. I think I was like having a conversation with somebody, and I pulled a braid out the back of my head. And I'm looking at the braid, and I'm like, wait a second. Is this my real hair? So, I'm feeling around the back of my head, and you know, where the braid came out, it was, it was more so near like, my baby hair so I didn't think anything of it but again my hair is shoulder length it, it was shoulder length so uh, I mean I don't know I just really didn't think anything of it but the braid came out I'm looking at the braid and I'm like okay so I noticed one bald spot the one bald spot was in the front of my head now couple of years before this is right around when Gary passed away um I don't know if my hair locked up or something but the braid came out so it took you know a while for the hair to grow back but I just wasn't thinking anything of it so one night I decide okay I want to take my braids out this is when shit got real shit got real for me so I started taking my braids out and the more and more I started taking my braids out, the more shedding I started to notice in, you know, my braids, like the braiding hair. So I'm thinking, wait a second, I'm, I'm feeling the braiding hair and then I'm feeling my real hair in the braiding hair. And it's at the top of the braiding hair. And I'm like, whoa, what the fuck is going on? So the more and more I started taking my braids out, the more hair came out. The more hair came out the more I started to notice these little quarter-sized bald spots in my head. Y'all, I started freaking the fuck out. This is right before New Year's. I started freaking out. My boyfriend, he was so nice enough to um, sit me down and just take the rest of my hair out. But the more hair we took out, the more hair came out. Now, knotless braids is exactly what it says knotless but for whatever reason from november 22nd to december 26th i don't know if my hair locked up my real hair locked up i don't know if i had an allergic reaction to the braiding hair itself all i know is that my scalp was itching profusely and it was turning white and when I started doing more research, the research pointed back to the braiding hair that we use in our hair. Um, so I'll, and I'll get to that. 
So moving forward, we're moving on. I, I finally took my braids out, washed my hair, detangled it. This is definitely when shit got real. I had so many bald spots in my head. So many bald spots in my head. And I cried for a week. I cried for a week. Because our hair is our crown and glory. And never in the 30 years that I've gotten braids and weaves and, you know, all of this stuff has my hair ever fell out the way that it did. So that's when I started doing more research. Um, so I was talking to my sister, Jennifer, and she told me that this was a form of alopecia, except it was called traction alopecia. So that's another thing. There are different forms of alopecia. So traction alopecia is obviously caused by, you know, stress on the root of the hair. So, me scratching my hair, leaving it in a bun, taking it down, washing it, scratching my hair again, putting oil in it, it caused traction. And me having that allergic reaction to the hair caused even more traction because I kept scratching my scalp and then trying to wash my hair and just, you know, putting more stress on my hair. So... Traction alopecia, and then there's um, alopecia aretha. I hope I'm saying that right. And then there's something called CCA alopecia. Like, there's literally just a list of different versions and variations of alopecia. Some people develop alopecia from um, a pregnancy, so their hair will start shedding postpartum or they'll lose their hair while they're pregnant. Some people develop alopecia because of hormonal changes, which was another thing I thought was the reason why I started developing alopecia because I was taking a birth control and I felt like that birth control definitely contributed to, you know, a couple of hormonal changes besides, you know, weight gain, um, my hormones just going up and down, stress, everything else. And then you have alopecia that starts in the middle of the head and your hair starts falling out and you start balding in the middle of your head first and then you also develop you know quarter size bald spots too so i wasn't having that i wasn't just balding out of nowhere again this was literally caused by a number of things so it's called traction alopecia um you can look it up you can youtube it research it google it you know and it'll you know google will definitely provide a lot of information on what traction alopecia is so there are some treatments for traction alopecia there are some natural remedies which is what i am doing now there are creams that you can use um that is either prescribed by a trichologist slash dermatologist which i always suggest opting for the cream and there there is something called a a steroid shot this is something that i did not want to do so i have an appointment with a trichologist coming up at the end of march that was like the earliest i could get and it's only two really amazing trichologists here in the metro detroit area so i said okay i'm a you know obviously go with one of them because I need to know 
what was going on with my hair. Now, in January, like there were no signs of hair growth, so I was starting to panic. And, you know, I could still like wear a bun, but where like my edges were, you can definitely tell that there was, you know, balding. And then when you, when I took my hair down, you definitely knew. And you could definitely see the bald spots in my hair. So that was discouraging because again, I spent all this time growing my hair out again. And I normally cut my hair every 10 years. And I would just keep my hair, you know, in weaves and in braids. And I wouldn't even put heat in it. So it was growing out a lot. So to see my hair go from like shoulder length to completely broken off, completely bald and just uneven. And it just looked crazy. I looked fucking crazy. I looked like the Susie doll from Rugrats. Like I'm dead ass serious. That's how my head was looking the whole time. So again, my my family has been so supportive. My my spouse is very supportive, and even my students at the dance school they're so loving and so supportive. And I'm just glad to have a group of people that are supportive because, you know, the stress of not having the needed support it, it, it does add more stress to your hair. But most importantly, um, you definitely you you have to find the silver lining and I know that sounds crazy now I now I can say that because it's been a couple of months but you got to find the silver lining um so for me this caused me to reevaluate my lifestyle as far as like health goes so the more research I started doing um the more and more people that were struggling with you know different variations of alopecia they talked about their their health what they were actually put into their bodies to also help with the hair growth process. So I travel a lot for my nine to five and like I took a break from DJing. Of course, you all, you all know that I took a break from DJing, but I was solely focusing on finishing my manuscript podcasting and, you know, just working my nine to five and with my nine to five and the amount of traveling that I do, I eat out a lot. So that was also one of the um, the factors that caused me to gain weight besides the hormonal change. I ate out a lot and I ate good. So when I decided to take a step back and reevaluate, you know, my diet and not just my physical diet, but also my mental diet, you know, am I stressed out? Like, am I putting a lot of stress on my body? Am I practicing those self-care rituals that I talk about on my podcast like am I practicing what I preach and I'm notorious for giving people advice but not practicing my own advice I'm, I'm gonna just let y'all know <laughs> so uh, I apologize to myself <laughs> I owe myself a huge apology but again the more and more I started reevaluating my diet um something that I started doing was drinking a gallon of water yes drinking a gallon of water drinking green tea with lemon um and sometimes ginger uh i might add honey it depends but i drink my tea plain so i love tazo zen tea i love tazo zen tea uh don't tell my job this because we stopped selling tazo with um the company that i work for and you guys know and we switched over to tiavana now i like tiavana tea also but i when i found this tazo zen tea for the keurig when I pop that in my Keurig in the morning, the smell is amazing. 
and the taste is amazing too. It's one of my favorite green teas of all time. Tazo Zen, the Keurig cup. Yeah, so if you go to Target, you gotta go to Target to get this Tazo Zen tea. Um, you could probably buy it as a tea bag at Kroger and other food distributor companies, but if you have a Keurig, get the Tazo Zen K-Cup. I'm telling you, you will thank me later. It's the most amazing thing to drink and smell in the morning, especially because I, I'm gonna be honest, I'm becoming a morning person. I can't believe that. I actually cannot believe that I'm saying that. Do not tell my boyfriend. Uh, his body, he'll wake up at like 4.35 a.m. He can't help it. And with him being a truck driver, his sleeping patterns have shifted a little bit, but he still manages to wake up at 5 a.m. He can't help it. But now my body, um, when I evaluated my diet, I'm not waking up late anymore. Like my body won't sleep past 8.30. That's like me sleeping in and sleeping in is 8.30. And the stretch is me sleeping until 9.30. You know, I had, I had to have had a long night for me to sleep in until 9.30. But my body naturally wakes up between 7.30 and 8.30 in the morning now. Um, I don't even use my alarm clock anymore. Like it's good to have to wake up for work, but like I said, my body just naturally wakes up between 7.30 and 8.30. So something else I also stopped doing, I try to cut back on eating sugar. Sugar is almost like the equivalent of cocaine. Like I'm just gonna be real with y'all. There is something in sugar that triggers something in our bodies where we crave it and we can't stop eating it. But I'm gonna tell you all now, it takes, what, 21 days to kick a habit. When I finally cut out sugar, and I love sweets, like Ben and Jerry's is probably, I tell people the best threesome I've ever had in my life, <laughs> Ben and Jerry. But the amount of sugar and calories that's in Ben and Jerry is like a thousand and something calories per cart. Which is also why I probably gained the amount of weight that I did gain. But judge your mother, okay? So anyways, Sugar. Sugar is also uh, a dividing culprit of what you're putting into your body and what's not good to put into your body. So sugar, drinking more water. Um, I started juicing again. My boyfriend and I, we juice like every other week or so. So I would do a green juice. I even did like this carrot juice. And then there's another juice that, a juice recipe that I'm working on with my boyfriend as well. And that also helped with flushing out a lot of toxins out of my body. So sometimes it's not about what you're putting on the outside of your body, but it's also what you're putting into your body. But I'm also, I'll, I'll talk about the things that I'm using as well um, on the outer part of, you know, my scalp versus what I'm putting into my body. Something else that I have been taking religiously were biotin pills. Uh, I think it's Nature's Bound Biotin Pills, like 5,000 MGC. I hope I'm saying that right. But I think I'm going to up my dosage to 10,000 because I am noticing how quickly my hair is growing um, in the areas where I'm not balding. Now, the Nature's Bound is actually good. It, it's like a, a dissolvable tablet so you put it under your tongue wait about 30 seconds and it'll dissolve you just you know drink some water and then i was also taking multivitamins too nature's bound the multivitamin gummy now i'm gonna be real with y'all i hate gummies so it took a lot for me to take these gummies because i don't like gummies period 
but I'm probably going to switch over to like women's one a day multivitamin. And then eventually I am going to switch over to things called Shadivy Biotin Peel and it's a hair and nail peel. I have also noticed a difference in my nails too. I stopped getting acrylic on my nails. I think that was January. I think I stopped getting acrylic. Like I just was like, no, I don't want to do that anymore. I want to switch back to, you know, my gel shellac manicure. So it is March and I am noticing a difference in my nails, my nail beds, my skin, and my hair. Um, of course, you know, with eczema, eczema normally flares up because of stress, uh, climate change, and diet. So that's another thing, too. That was another reason why I started juicing and incorporating more fruits and veggies and lean meats and proteins into my diet. Now, I will slip up and I will get um, a Checkers burger or a Wendy's burger every now and then. But I had to cut out processed food that was another culprit and eating out eating out and processed food um eating out will sneak up on you just as quickly as processed food people don't realize that you might get you know salmon um broccoli and mashed potatoes and like applebee's or something that was like my go-to food when i would go out of town or i would get a seafood broil and it's not that butter is a bad thing because butter is not necessarily a bad thing it's just the amount of calories started adding up after a while so again I, I definitely had to reevaluate my diet and 30 minutes a day even though I haven't I didn't work out the month of February y'all because I was so sick um between <laughs> my sinuses and having the flu for like what seems like it was on and off for two weeks so I'm just getting back to my normal self so I'm so thankful that I am doing much better because February was not a good month for just health period for me um and then my you know my father-in-law he he's been uh sick as well so i've been dealing with that too but yes so juicing um dieting and oh so the natural remedies all right so let's get into that so for alopecia everybody has an opinion about a natural remedy it's just a matter of what works for you like I said, what works for me are my biotin pills, drinking a lot of water, juicing, and then most importantly, um, keeping my scalp moisturized. Your hair won't grow if you're not keeping, you know, your scalp moisturized. And that's so important, especially with our Michigan winters. I mean, the wintertime dries out my skin. It dries out my scalp. You know, I just be out here looking crazy. <laughs> so, so when I finally decided to shave my hair off when I was in Cincinnati, that was in February. So I cut my hair off completely in January, but then I shaved it off completely in February when I was in Cincinnati. And I'm going to be real with y'all. It was so scary making that transition. I cried when I shaved my hair off, but then it became the most liberating experience for me because I've never gone this short before I've cut my hair off I've had a bob I've had the um Rihanna cut from like 0809 uh I would say her take a bow video that that was the cut that I had when I was 19 um I even had like a 2d mushroom cut when I was like nine years old when I got a perm listen 
I have storage for days. But this, this is the shortest my hair has ever been. Just completely bald. And, you know, for black women, like I said, our hair is our crowning glory. Especially when you work in corporate America. Um, depending on what company you work for, you know, you're very adamant about how you wear your hair. I mean, there are companies that won't allow you to wear dreadlocks or braids. And I'm just, I'm so thankful that I work for a company that is so diverse and they're so open. And when I told my boss about what happened to my hair, he was so understanding. He was such a sweetheart. And I told him, you know, I'm, I'm thinking I'm gonna start wearing like hair wraps and, you know, turbans and stuff because my wig, it slips off so much because my, my head is kind of tiny. So even though I would adjust my, my cap underneath, I don't know it's like the wig it stays on but then after a while I just I would just get irritated because I knew that it was a wig and I just wasn't used to that I was used to my natural sew-ins that my baby Robert aka Mr. Experience Alexander would do and please check him out he has some amazing wigs I mean seriously when I did get my wig the first time I was like this is a wig? Like, oh my gosh, it looks so amazing. So I am not discrediting my baby's work. I love his work and I love his wigs. Um, but of course, like I said, for me, I was just so used to wearing my real hair or my natural sew-ins that, you know, after a while, I think it started to play with my psyche. So I stopped wearing my wigs and eventually I came around to the notion of just completely shaving my hair off because of how uneven it was. Like, it was growing out, but those bald spots were just taking a long time to, you know, fill in. So, a natural remedy that I am doing right now, essential oils. Essential oils are so important. Um, There is a mixture of an essential oil that one young lady started doing, and it's been growing her hair out. I gotta find it give me a second I've also been using something called wild grow oil and you can find that on Amazon it's in a white bottle with a red top and then there's a yellow bottle also with a red top wild grow oil smells like thyme like the the actual herb it smells like thyme and it smells really good actually I like how it smells because it smells like like an herb so so okay so this essential oil blend is like a hair growth serum slash elixir and and mind you i want you all to know it sounds crazy that you know there are essential oils that people use to grow their hair back out um especially for alopecia and you know thinning hair and balding but this shit actually works and the and the only reason why i'm a firm believer of this is because when i did the research and i was reading this book about um called the black elite and i can't remember her name oh my gosh i can't remember this lady's name but i just want y'all to know heads up madam cj walker is not the first female to create hair care products yeah and i'm a little salty about that too so when i was doing my research the young lady her name is annie malone Annie Malone was a kid when she created this essential oil hair elixir. A hair elixir is something that pretty much moisturizes and gets the roots to, you know, move around, gets that, you know, blood circulation flowing and the hair growing. 
But y'all, Madam C.J. Walker did not create the first hair care products and became the first millionaire. It was Annie Malone. Madam C.J. Walker, her husband or boyfriend at the time, who was Charles C.J. Walker, Charles James Walker, which is where she got her name from, um, he influenced her to steal Annie Malone's recipe for this hair elixir. And they patented that shit and started selling it. And basically, for so many years, we have all been taught and educated on the fact that Madam C.J. Walker was the first to create these hair care products to help grow hair and relax hair. Guess what, y'all? Madam C.J. Walker is not the first. And in fact, I have lost all respect for Madam C.J. Walker. She was just the first to patent the shit and to flaunt her, um, her wealth. Yes, she helped a lot of people. Yes, she opened up a hair school in Indianapolis. Blah, blah, fucking blah. But the fact of the matter is, she stole this elixir from this young lady because the young lady did not understand, you know, copyrights and, and patenting at that time. Because this was around like the 1913s, 1914s, or, or should I just say the 1900s? So, I'm going to just tell y'all the hair growth serum that uh, Annie Malone mixed up a little bit. So, she used Jamaican black castor oil, jojoba oil, black seed oil, cedarwood, which is an essential oil, clary sage, which is also an essential oil, lavender, peppermint, rosemary, and lang lang. So, I was going to create this elixir, but honestly, <laughs> essential oils are not cheap. But what I have been using is black castor oil as well as the wild growth oil. Um, Jane Carter has an amazing hair serum. My friend um, and, and guy sister, Carrie, she told me about it. And she said she's definitely watched people, you know, go from like thinning hair to like damn near bald and their hair started growing back because of this elixir. But again, you know, every hair serum has a different essential oil, a different blend, but herbs and essential oils are probably the key thing to help people who struggle with alopecia. It will definitely help your hair grow. But most importantly, you got to take your biotin pill. You have to take your biotin pill because although you're working on getting that blood circulation flowing at the top of the hair, you still have to try to target the hair growth within your body. You know, everything starts from within. Like, that's just period. So take your vitamins religiously. Take your pill, your biotin pill religiously. And moisturize, moisturize, moisturize that hair. Use those essential oils. Something else I also use, um, there is this brand of shampoo that I'm going to start buying. And it's the um, Sunny Isle Jamaican Black Castor Oil Shampoo Conditioner and Deep Treatment Mask that I will start using for my hair. But for right now, what I use is um, Hask Tea Tree and Rosemary Blend Shampoo and Conditioner. Y'all, I love this shampoo when I wash my hair in the morning. 
it is like a spy <laughs> in my head. Matter of fact, I keep saying it's like the Lord himself is chewing double mint gum and he's just blowing it in my scalp and it doesn't even burn. It feels so good on my scalp and I probably wash my hair every other day just because of, you know, the amount of oils um, that I put in my hair. So, Hask Tea Tree and Rosemary Blend. And this will also help with uh, dandruff as well. Now, I don't have dandruff, like I said, um, but if you decide to shave your hair completely bald, you will notice that your scalp dries up. So, just again, you gotta keep it moisturized, you gotta keep shampooing and conditioning and deep treatments and masks. Also, something else that I would suggest doing too, and this is for like anybody with really, really short hair, it's a steam treatment. So my baby Robert, he did this in my hair. He also incorporated, um, it was like a leave-in conditioner, this essential oil blend that one of the young ladies at the shop uh, that he works at sells also. I gotta get her name because her essential blend is amazing as well. Like it, it feels, like I said, it feels like the Lord himself is chewing double mint gum and just blowing it in my scalp. It feels amazing. So when I find out the lady's name, um, I would definitely let y'all know because I, I strongly believe in supporting black owned businesses, especially black owned businesses that, you know, produce results. So she, she's amazing too. So I do a steam treatment and I think I'm gonna start doing this once a month again. Cause the last time I did one was in January when I got my wig and it was about what, 30 minutes. Yeah. 30 minutes steam treatment. So you can buy the steamer online on Amazon. It's like a hundred dollars. It, it fluctuates. It, it starts at 50 and goes to a hundred but just you know a steam treatment like once every other week with an essential oil blend and a deep conditioner and that also helps you know circulate the blood flow and stimulate the roots so your hair can start back growing alopecia is you know it it's a hit or miss sometimes people that struggle with alopecia unfortunately struggle with not being able to grow their hair anymore and that was something I was absolutely afraid of. I just I just knew that my hair was not gonna grow back. So with lots of prayer, <laughs> lots of head rubs, um, my, my baby rubs my hair every night and I love him so much for it. And, and lots of essential oil, lots of essential oil. I have noticed a huge difference in my hair so I am proud to say that my hair is starting to grow back it's a slow ass process but it is finally starting to grow back I am ecstatic about this shit because I just knew that my hair was not going to grow back it was taking entirely too long and there was no progress like at all and I was just like you know I'm really worried that my hair is not gonna grow back anymore but it did it did and I'm, I'm happy I am very happy but again you know y'all see me out I might have on a beanie because I still need to cover up my head and that's another thing too um, in the winter make sure you cover your head up because it gets cold it gets 
really cold. This scalp gets really cold, y'all. Um, so just, you know, keep your hair wrapped up. <laughs> keep your hair wrapped up. I love turbans. I love turbans. And I usually stick with turbans. But I love them. I love turbans. And, oh, okay, so I found the lady. She is on Instagram. Um, her name is The Beauty Guru, but it's spelled T-H-E-B-E-A-U-T-E-G-U-R-U. -E -E and she has a business. It's the TBG Collection. That's the collection that I use or I'm going to start using as well. And it's um, the herbal hair product. Like I said, it's a rose mint oil blend. And it's amazing. It's amazing. Please support her business. I mean, like I said, what she is doing, what she is creating. Like, these are amazing products. And... I can't wait to put in my aura. So yeah, that, that's what's been going on with me, y'all. But um, there is always a light at the end of the tunnel. I will tell you that. I am, like I said, I'm so liberated. I love taking showers now <laughs> more than ever. Because when that water hits my head, oh my gosh. Listen, I don't know. If you ever have the chance to cut your hair, and I'm talking to, you know, women, if you ever have the opportunity to cut your hair completely off, do it. It seems scary, and it is scary, but when you finally do it, you're like, wow, that's all it was? That That's it? I've been, I've literally been scared for 30 years to cut my hair off because... I've literally imagined the worst scenarios possible. And I look at women who um, are going through chemo and, and dealing with alopecia and how strong these women are. And now I'm I'm one of those women. I can say that I'm a part of that tribe, that I conquered my fear of losing my hair and couldn't believe I even had the head shape for it. That's another thing too. I just knew that I did not have the head shape for it. But <laughs> I have gotten so many compliments. Um with a bald head. Now, I have developed a confidence in myself that I never knew existed. I love going swimming even more now because there is something about that water just hitting your scalp. I mean, like I said, if you ever get a chance, please cut your hair off. Like, just do it. Just try it at least one time. You'll thank me later. But, that concludes today's episode of G Marie Taught Me the Podcast. And if you are not already, please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts. And we are now on Spotify. Yes, I finally got out of my own way and put the show on Spotify. And I am working on Google Play and other uh, streaming platforms as well. So that way, you know, you all can subscribe and kick it with me. You can also subscribe to our email list by visiting our website at www.gmarietaughtme.com. Like us on Facebook um, as well as follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. And I mean, I'm ready for this new season. Like, I'm so excited about these new episodes. 
and please shoot me an email if there is a topic that you want me to talk about at hello at gmariataughtme.com. I am open to talk about any and everything. Any and everything. I'm sorry. I will be bringing more guests on the show too because, I mean, this is a show that welcomes unscripted, unfiltered, and unapologetic realness. So, again, I would like to thank you all so much for tuning in. And I cannot wait to kick it with you all soon. Talk to you later. Bye. Today's episode is powered by G Marie Media LLC.